Let's do this. Kaylee Chella reporting with today's top stories. More than a decade after he served as what's been called the president's inbox and outbox, Brett Kavanaugh's role as White House Staff Secretary to President George W. Bush has become a flashpoint as Republicans push his confirmation to the Supreme Court. Democrats want to see records from the time portraying the potentially millions of documents as vital to understanding his approach to the law. Republicans disagree and have accused Democrats of using the issue to try to delay Kavanaugh's confirmation. The debate could interfere with Republicans' goal of swiftly confirming President Trump's pick for the court in time for the start of the new term on October 1st. With the Senate control slimly held by Republicans 51 to 49, Democrats can't block Kavanaugh's nomination outright if Republicans hold together. Instead, Democrats are trying to delay the proceedings in hopes that time spent reviewing the judge's record could unearth fresh concerns to sway senators' opinions and upend voting. Senator Chuck Grassley, a Republican from Iowa and the chairman of the Judiciary Committee tasked with holding hearings on Kavanaugh's nomination, said this week that Democrats, quote, bloated demands are an obvious attempt to obstruct the confirmation process. And on Friday, after negotiations with Democrats failed to produce a consensus on what documents should be sought ahead of a hearing on Kavanaugh's nomination, Grassley went ahead with a request to the Bush Library for documents related to his work for the White House. The request seeks documents from Kavanaugh's time in the White House Counsel's office, but not from his time as staff secretary. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, a Democrat from New York, said Thursday that Kavanaugh himself has portrayed his three years as Bush's staff secretary from July 2003 to May 2006 as the, quote, most interesting and in many ways among the most instructive to his work as a federal appeals court judge. Schumer said, if Kavanaugh sees it that way, quote, why shouldn't the American people see what instructed him? For his part, Schumer on Friday released a letter to former President Bush calling on him to authorize the release of the, quote, complete record of Judge Kavanaugh's service in the White House. And Senator Dianne Feinstein, a Democrat from California and Democrats leader on the Judiciary Committee, said her own request for the staff secretary documents was being blocked by the National Archives. As staff secretary, Kavanaugh was the person who controlled the flow of documents to and from the president, including ensuring relevant people weighed in and channeling the president's questions and comments on that material to the right people. He was also a key part of the president's speechwriting process, helped put together legislation, and worked on drafting and revising executive orders. He also traveled with the president, at points sitting in on meetings between the president and foreign leaders. While Kavanaugh was staff secretary, Bush made a range of controversial decisions, including signing into law a partial birth abortion ban and backing a constitutional amendment banning gay marriage. Democrats say that time is relevant to Kavanaugh's views and philosophy as a judge. But Republicans argue the staff secretary documents aren't useful because Kavanaugh's job wasn't to provide his own advice, but to ensure others' views were presented to the president. They say the papers contain the most sensitive White House documents, advice sent directly to the president. And they say the up to 1 million pages of records that they do expect to release will be the largest number of documents produced in connection with a Supreme Court nomination. A father and three children who were among nine members of a close-knit Indiana family killed in a tourist boat accident were remembered Friday during a nearly three-hour service attended by hundreds who showed up to support their surviving relatives. Indiana Governor Eric Holcomb, First Lady Janet Holcomb, and U.S. Representative Andre Carson were among the dignitaries who attended the services at the church for 40-year-old Glenn Coleman, 9-year-old Reese, 7-year-old Evan, and 1-year-old Arya. 
Tia Coleman, who was Glenn Coleman's wife and the children's mother, was one of only two survivors among 11 Coleman family members who boarded a duck boat that capsized and sank on July 19th on Table Rock Lake in Branson, Missouri, killing 17 people. The bishop of the church said that despite the tragedy, there has been an outpouring of support and messages of consolation for the family. He said it shows that, quote, we are still a community of love. A wildfire that roared with little warning into a northern California city claimed two lives as thousands of people scrambled to escape before the walls of flames descended from forested hills onto their neighborhoods, leaving at least 500 structures destroyed in its wake, officials said Friday. Residents who gathered their belongings in haste described a chaotic and congested getaway as the embers blew up to a mile ahead of flames and the fire leapt across the wide Sacramento River and torched subdivisions in Redding, a city of 92,000 about 100 miles south of the Oregon border. The blaze leveled at least 500 structures and was threatening nearly 5,000 more Friday. Entire neighborhoods have been left smoldering and 37,000 people were under evacuation orders. The Los Angeles Times reported that Reading Police Chief Roger Moore was among those who lost their homes. The flames moved so fast that firefighters working in oven-like temperatures and bone-dry conditions had to drop efforts to battle the blaze at one point to help people escape. The fire, which created at least two flaming tornadoes that toppled trees, shook firefighting equipment, and busted truck windows, took, quote, down everything in its path. That's according to Scott McLean, a spokesman for Cal Fire, the state agency responsible for fighting wildfires. Fire officials warned that the blaze would probably burn deeper into urban areas before there was any hope of containing it, though it either changed direction or was stopped before it could burn into the core of the city. Lightning and even a lawnmower have sparked devastating fires in the forests that ring the peaks and lakes of Redding. The blaze that broke out Monday was caused by a mechanical issue involving a vehicle. That's all I've got for you for right now. To stay up to date on all things breaking news, you can follow me on Twitter at Kaylee Chella. That's at C-A-I-L-L-E-Y Chella. Or of course, there's always at Anchor. See you tonight.